Hey y'all, hey, I am back with the 25th episode of Black Girls Evolve Podcast. I'm the host, Fonta, and I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. Happy Sunday, by the way. I don't think I've ever recorded a podcast on a Sunday. I don't know. <laughs> but um, this is actually kind of new, kind of, sort of, because I'm actually at my place today. Um, I usually be at work on my break talking. <laughs> but um, no, I'm at home. I'm chilling on my bed. You know, I'm about to hit this pool up by myself. I'm kid-free. Like, what? That's never, ever really often for me, which I don't mind because I tell, I tell y'all, I love my kids. I always want to be with them, especially when I'm not working, so why not? But I'm about to hit this pool up by myself, too, and then when I come back, I'm going to take a nap, too. Say no. But, um, yeah, so basically I wanted to come on here and talk to you guys about the sermon um, that my uncle or my pastor, I'm sorry, I don't even, <laughs> that my pastor spoke about. Um, so... You guys probably don't know because I've never mentioned it, but I go to Clinton Christian Assembly, which is located in Clinton, Maryland. My pastor, which is also my uncle, his name is Pastor Paul Nicholas. And I not only go there because that's my uncle, but I go there because I actually can understand what he says. So, like, it's not one of those churches that are like, you know, thou shalt not. And, you know, no, he's real chill, real cool. Like, how I talk to y'all is basically how he talks. And I love it. And it's the old people. I'm probably the youngest one that goes there consistently. So, but anyway, um, the sermon title today was called Get Out of There. And I had to share with y'all because literally this is what I've been talking about the past few episodes. So let's get into it. (laughs) So my, my pastor, he basically was just talking about how God creates the atmosphere and then we the people create the culture. So he goes on to say that, you know, um, we are so used to toxic behavior, toxic culture, that when we see something that's normal or healthy, that we think that that's not normal. We think that it's weird. We don't, it's like, it's weird to us, which is crazy, but it's true. So it's just like, he was just talking about how, um, what is the, the guy in the Bible, um, I'm so sorry, guys. I forgot his name exactly. But he basically said that this guy in the Bible, he was, I guess he was chosen by God or whatever. He was a, he was a preacher. He started off as a preacher. And then God, like, moved him to another country or something like that. And while he was there, God wanted, he basically was testing him. He basically wanted him to change the culture to, you know, what he was used to, like a godly culture. He wanted him to change it. Like he was a preacher. So when he sent them over there, he was thinking he was going to preach to the people and the culture was going to change because evidently it was like Sin City over there. Like people was having sex, smoking, drinking, anything you could think of they were doing at that country or in that country. So he basically said that he sent the man to the country or sent the preacher to that country to, you know, spread the gospel basically. And he didn't, he actually changed. He actually became what the culture was like because he was just there for so long and he actually liked it. So like, meanwhile, he's a preacher, but he liked the culture that, you know, he was there to basically save. So he became the culture, but God came back and saved him and like basically took him out of it. So it's just crazy. Like, I just had to share that because I'm just like, wow, like, and he also was just talking about how, you know, never to look back. Like, yeah, we all made mistakes. We all sin. But, like, don't look back. And I say that because at the end of the story, he was saying that when the angels or whoever came to get him back and take him out of the country, that 
um, will get him and his family. I think he he was married and he had kids. So he told him and he told the whole family, do not look back because they were about to burn the city up because it was, you know, just Sin City, a whole lot of craziness going on there. So he told them when he was rescuing them, he said, do not look back. Long story short, his wife looked back and she turned like, I think she got burnt up. <laughs> and he said, he basically said that to say that, excuse me, you know, the things that we did or the things that have, we have gone through in the past, stop dragging it around. Don't look back like it's the past. I mean, yeah, I know it hurt. I know it was painful. I know it was scary. I know, you know, it was just crazy, but let it go and keep moving forward. Like, I know y'all heard of the Erykah Badu song, um, Pack Light. <laughs> and I think Nas was singing that song, too, or she remade it or whatever. But, yeah, Pack Light. Like, you don't need to be carrying all that baggage forward. Like, you see success in your future, but you keep looking back. You keep going back to who you used to be. Like, no, you can't do that. Be picked to go forward or picked to stay back. People are so used to just, you know, going back and forth, back and forth. And I'm one of them. You know, I'm one of the people who go back and forth, back and forth. Like I was telling y'all yesterday, you know, before the accident and everything else, I had a whole schedule. I was waking up at like 4.30 in the morning. I was praying before I got out of bed. I was praying intentionally, too. I was praying intentionally. I was reading four pages of my Bible every single day. I was doing a workout every single day. I was just starting my day off with purpose. And basically, after the accident, I stopped all of it. I mean, granted, I was hurt. I was in the hospital for like two weeks or whatever, but I could have got right back into it. Why not? What was stopping me? It was my own self that was stopping me. And then I eventually, like I told y'all before, I started back smoking and doing things that I said that I didn't or wanted, I mean, didn't want to do. So it's just, it's just, I don't know. Like I said, just don't look back. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. We will. We are evolving. And I always tell y'all that means to develop gradually. So every day we are developing gradually. Granted, things will happen. We are not perfect. We will sin. <laughs> but repent and keep moving. Period. Like God wants to take us places, especially if you feel like you're chosen. Because I think I've said this to you guys before. Like I honestly feel like I'm chosen. Like ever since I was young, I just knew I was going to have money. Like I just knew I was going to be successful. I knew I wasn't going to be like anyone else because I just knew that God had chosen me and he basically been put that on my heart. Like, like I told y'all, I'm not like my mom and my sister and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not bashing them. I love them dearly. We all we got at the end of the day because my father, he passed. My sister, she don't really talk too much to her dad. And, you know, so we are all we have at the end of the day. But I know for a fact that I'm different from, from them. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying I'm literally the only one who reads. I'm not saying that I'm better, y'all. So please don't say, oh, she thinks she better. No, it's not that. Because like I said, I love them. I'm not judging them or anything. But this is just how I do. Like, like I told you, I used to be an avid reader. Like literally everything. Reading about everything. Personal development. Finances. Because those are things that I didn't learn. So it's like. Now that I do have that knowledge, it's all, you know, and utilizing, I have to utilize it. So all the things that you know, or that you didn't read, it's time to actually utilize it one step at a time or one goal at a time. Like my, like my man, Dr. Lewis said the other day, one goal at a time. So like I said, my goal is basically that I want to start on, um, I'll say consistency. So yeah, I'm just, you know, doing my schedule every day, 
no matter how tired I am, not hitting that snooze button because I've gotten in the habit of doing that lately. No, I'm not doing that anymore. As soon as that jump go off, I, if I don't get up physically, I'm up. I'm not closing my eyes again. No, no. It's, it's like something God give. And then after consistency for me, it's going to be my finances. Because like I told you guys, I'm about to go back to school. I have to get focused. Like I didn't been to school. I ain't going to lie. I've been to school probably like a good two, three times. And I basically don't have anything to show for. <laughs> like, so it's like, okay, you come to a point in your life where you're like, um, you're going to keep playing or you're actually going to succeed. Because like I told you, I, f- I been knew that I was going to get money. And I know for a fact, it's like, okay, if I don't focus and go get it for myself, who's going to go get it for me? Nobody. Exactly. So it's like, okay, you got to stop playing. Because like I was saying yesterday, you know, people on social media, they want to act like they got it. They got it all together. Meanwhile, they're struggling. <laughs> struggling very much so. And it's like, you know, everyone struggles at the end of the day. But one thing I don't do is fake. I'm not going to fake. Fake for what? At the end of the day, I feel like, you know, if you're not really helping me. If you're not benefiting me in some way, I don't need a fake for you. So at this point in time, I don't need a fake for nobody. I don't. And I don't because it's just like, why? I've never been a fake person. And that's my problem. And I feel like that's kind of why. I mean, I'm going to say that's why I don't have any friends. But when I was younger, you know, I used to say whatever came to my mind. And I didn't care nothing about how you felt, how anyone else felt. And that's, I mean, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing because sometimes it can be rude. Because I would tell you just like it is and don't care how you perceive it. But then it's also kind of like honest because some people, they don't tell you the truth. They'll rather sugarcoat it and make you feel good rather than to let you know what it really is. So it's kind of like, you know, it's a curse, but it's a blessing at the same time. As of right now, I don't even share my energy, honestly. Like, I don't really have friends. I mean, I have a few that I talk to often or whatever. But, you know, it's just like, you know, FaceTime or a little text here and there. But... You know, I have to preserve my preserve my energy because not everyone deserves this. Not everyone deserves this realness, this rawness, this this tea that I got, this motivation that I got that I'm ready and willing to give to one another or other people. But it's like, you know, I got to focus on myself first. So because I used to be one of the ones that, you know, I want to help everyone. Like, yeah, I know what I got to do. I know what I need to do. So I want to tell people not what they need to do, but like motivate them to get onto something. But it's like, you know, sometimes people don't, they they can listen to you all day, but they don't really be about it. So it's like, I can't keep wasting my time kind of sort of trying to put you onto something that you're listening to or you're hearing, not even listening to, that you're hearing, but you're not really listening. So I'm over that. I'm literally focusing on myself and my children because like I said yesterday, all I want to do is be a great mom. Like I want to be a great mom have a good job, have, you know, some money, be wealthy, marry, marry the man of my dreams. You know what I'm saying? Say, no, I do want to get married and, you know, just travel. Like I literally don't want much. Like I don't want much at all. I just want to be a great mom, marry, get married, travel and give for real. I, I, that's all. So it's like, I'm gonna put that work in now. And like I said, back to the sermon, you have to Remove yourself from that toxic culture or that toxic environment, whether it be where you live, whether it be where you work. Like he literally went down the whole list. Like he was actually he he brought up an example about work, and it's funny because this is how my job is. My job, it has a lot of different little clicks, and I'm not gonna lie. Uh, when I first started working there in 2016, I used to be a part of one little click or whatever, and then. 
once I realized how they were moving and well, I ain't gonna lie, but I was a I was a part of two clicks, I ain't gonna lie. So when I initially started I was with these two older women. They could be like my aunts, they're like older. And they started talking about people. And then when they see them, see the people who they talk about, they, oh, hey, girl, oh, hey, da, da, da. like, no, I don't like that. So I fell back from them. And then they started not liking me. So I connected with another group. And these this group was like young. It was young females, probably about five of them. And they were cool at the time. But then I, they was talking about me, too. So once I hear you talking about me, oh, you get cut off. I ain't no, ain't no high. Ain't no, no nothing. I mean, I may not disrespect you, but I'm not going to fake the funk either. So, you know, I've been a part of that little click thing. But it's like, I'm not working. I'm by myself. If I'm not with my friend John Doe <laughs> at work or whatever, the guy who I told y'all picked me up from the hospital when I got discharged, if I'm not with him in work, you don't see me with nobody. I'm out of my business. I literally go to work to work. I don't go to work to make friends at the end of the day. And at first, I bring, up, I bring all that up to say that, you know, my job used to be toxic to me. I literally used to hate going to work because after I cut those people off, I knew that I was going to hear something about it. Oh, oh she fake. Oh, she da 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 And I had to let it go. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna listen to what y'all say, and then five seconds later I see y'all talking to the same people who y'all was just talking to me about. Like how crazy is that? Cause I feel like if you talk about them to me, you are gonna be doing the same thing to them, talking about me. Like no, no, never been comfortable with that, never will. So like I said, I say all of that to say I'm by myself, and that's okay. When they see me, they probably like, you know what? Oh, yeah, she don't, she don't be on the same type of time that, you know, we on. She, they don't disrespect me, but it's just like, yeah, I don't talk to her about certain things because I know how she moves and I know how she is type thing, which is good for me. Like, I don't want to hear none of that crap. I literally come here to work, <laughs> period. Like, and even, you know, your house. Like, I wouldn't say that my house is toxic or it was toxic, but it was just, di- it was a difference. Like I said, my mom, my sister and all of them, they're different than me like I'm a little bit more cleaner I'm a little bit more organized than them so it's like I had to move away because like I told y'all before my accident me and my mom and my sister literally were not talking and we me and my mom lived together my sister didn't live with us but she'd come over every once in a while we would not talk how crazy is that my blood and it's like no that's not right and it's like it wasn't until unfortunately after the accident that we all came back and we ain't even talk about anything. We're just back like ain't nothing happened. And it's crazy. And it's sad that it had to take that. It had to take, you know, me getting into that bad accident for all of us to realize, like, yo, life is short. Uh, she could have just been gone and we would have been hurt because we was just not talking to her or we was just beefing or whatever the, whatever have you. Like, no. So we're, we're good and we've been good since the accident. I'm grateful and I'm thankful for that. Like, and that's just on period. But like I said, um, once I moved, also it also brings me, it brought me and my mom closer, and my sister too. Um, me and my mom, we talk literally every day, Facetime, we don't text, we Facetime. <laughs> she wants to see my face, I want to see her face, and I love it. <laughs> like, yeah, like so. Like I said, sometimes you have to move. Sometimes you have to change jobs. Sometimes you know you gotta do whatever is best for you at the end of the day, cause ain't nobody gonna put no money in your pocket. Ain't nobody gonna give you success. Ain't nobody going to take you to your dream. Ain't nobody going to do anything. Like, it's a hard knock life. <laughs> Period. Remove yourself from that toxic environment. Move your, Remove yourself from that toxic culture. Be different. 
Like I just told somebody the other day, um, I said, yeah, elevation requires separation. And it was crazy because he never heard that quote before. I'm like, you never heard that before? Where have you been, sir? <laughs> like, and he was older. He was like 40. I'm like, you never heard that quote, bro? He was a young 40. But I'm like, yeah, you never heard that quote before, sir? Elevation requires separation. And I say that to say, I, like I told you, I've been being really stingy with my energy, stingy with my time, everything. Because you have to be. You have to be. So, without further ado, <laughs> I am going to conclude the 25th episode of Black Girls Evolve podcast. Please, please, please never, ever, ever forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tap in. Let's evolve together. Let's do it now. Peace. Love you guys. Oh, yes, I'm a super.